What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to chapter 157 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the QAnon Queen of Canada episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. This week, we travel north to Canada, where a new queen is enforcing her iron rule, according to her and other QAnon followers. We'll be exploring the Mind Palace being built by Romana Didulo and her faithful digital soldiers on social media. To do so, we'd invited Mac Lamoureux to chat with us. He's a journalist for Vice who has covered Didolo from her own backyard. You can think of him as a resistance fighter debunking her quiet monarchist revolution. Since we wrote and recorded this episode, Didolo has slid into increasingly worrying messaging, including a statement that, quote, the children of the evildoers whose bloodlines have committed genocide slash crimes against humanity, their entire family is wiped out and their DNA strain is removed, permanently gone from planet Earth. The majority of the followers in her Telegram chat cheered the statement on. The QAnon Queen of Canada. (laughs) QAnon followers often fancy themselves as patriots in the vein of the American founding fathers, even if they aren't American. Which is why it's strange that they're so often drawn to people who claim to be royalty. In the UK, there is the case of QAnon promoter Gregory Hallett, who claims to be the rightful king of England. We talked about him in premium episode 84. And in Canada, uh, they have their own pretender to the throne, Romana Didolo, a woman in her 50s who claims to be the queen of Canada. Now, it's been explained to me that since Canada is a constitutional monarchy, there is technically a queen of Canada, but, but it's also the queen of the UK, Queen Elizabeth II. I know. I suppose these weird sort of uh, claiming the throne sort of uh, acts, they could, they could be like performance art about like the absurdity of royalty, you know? The only reason royalty exists because some aristocrat sometime in the ancient past just claimed themselves to be royalty and then, the, sure. then their ancestors were forever. So so you th- you're thinking of like a pastafarianism for royalists? Yes, yes. May- yeah, maybe this is p- pastafarianism for you know, royalty. If you're a big enough asshole, you can proclaim yourself uh, the king or queen of a place. And if there's not a ton of resistance, it can stay that way. You know, especially, you know, in the days before the Internet where you couldn't, you know, fact check. I declared myself king of both of you and it's worked out fine so far. My dominion is thriving. Didolo gets around the Queen Elizabeth II problem by claiming that she has been executed. Here's how she introduced herself in a recent video she posted on Telegram. Hello, Canada. I'm Romana Didolo. I'm the head of state and commander-in-chief, head of government, and Queen of Canada, replacing Queen Elizabeth II of England, who has now been executed for crimes against humanity. Well, yeah, pretty straightforward. Didolo is the leader of an online political party called the Canada First Party of Canada. (laughs) Awfully redundant name. Uh, so the party's not officially registered anywhere, but has been turned in a corporation by Didolo. On the party's website, they describe themselves as not part of or beholden to the corrupted and inhumane globalist slash communist slash NWO slash UN slash Great Reset slash 2021 slash 2030 agenda. Clear. Clear. So, I mean, we already get a sense of what's going on. It seems like they're like Didolo and I suppose the 
party she leads is uh, sort of just hoovering up every sort of mainstream sort of uh, great conspiracy that's popular right now. She started posting about the party and making videos about her policies in late 2020. At first, she didn't claim to be the Queen of Canada and promoted a lot of like conspiratorial nonsense, such as the ludicrous notion that the COVID-19 pandemic was part of a deliberate plot uh, that's, uh, that, were, that was hatched by communists. Hello, Canada. I'm Romana Didulo. I am the founder and leader of Canada First. Today, I would like to speak with you about masks, wearing masks. Someone asked me, Romana, do you wear masks? My answer, no. I never wore masks since the beginning of this pandemic. Is there any way to hook her up with Sid Meier so she could actually represent Canada and civilization? (laughs) (laughs) What's really remarkable for me is the way in which in Canada you can be a sort of a conspiratorial leader while being this soft-spoken and low-energy. You know, in in the in the, the U.S., we need an, an Alex Jones, a Mike Lindell, a Donald Trump, a screaming maniac who mm-hmm. shouts nonsense in order to really uh, break through the noise and become a conspiratorial leader. Whereas this woman, she's like, you know, she's she's speaking, you know, and she's she takes a lot of pauses. She's not shouting, but that's that's enough for uh, the Canadian conspiracists, apparently. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Canada. They're always a little bit more friendly or a little bit less wild, you know. I got to say, though, her outfit and her haircut are very um, hardcore. <laughs> you know, she's got a suit. Right. She's got a peppermint tie, peppermint stripe tie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her hairline is impeccable. I wish that I had a hairline and uh, a, a nice salt and pepper look like this. I mean, it's it's impressive. Now, during this period, she was pretty obscure. However, she gained more attention when she started to play into QAnon tropes earlier this year. She, for example, claimed that she was appointed to her position by the White Hats. In case you're wondering who appointed me as the head of state and commander-in-chief of the Republic of Canada, the people who appointed me are the White Hats and the U.S. military together with the global allied troops and their governments. The same group of people who have helped President Trump. Wait, wait, global online troops and their governments? Like what, the Pepe's now have, is she talking about Kekistan? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I think this is part of the global QAnon movement. Like every, every sort of like, every government now has their own white hats, the good deep state, you know? Fair. She also looks like she's like broadcasting from her cousin's basement. Yeah, no, it's yeah. so good. You know, you it's so Canadian. You would think she's she's on a on a you know an unassuming couch in a yeah. in a den with no there's there are no pictures on the wall there there's nothing. She's and like, like kinda, half the frame is just the beige wall behind her head. Yeah, you know what it looks like. It looks like um like an audition room, like when you get put on tape for a, a commercial audition or something like that. You're just kind of in a blank room with a white wall. People are sick of like that, the overly glitzy maximalist uh, current royalty and how it's portrayed. Yeah, on video, they're looking for something that's like a hostage video shot by Hanukkah. <laughs> I just think it would help her her cause a little bit more, make it be a little bit more believable. If she were sitting at some kind of, you know, official looking desk or, you know, maybe some books or papers on the desk, you know, something. 
Didolo gives out a special shout out to the digital soldiers. And I would like to send a very special thanks and greetings to our digital soldiers on Telegram. These groups of people have given up their time and energy, working tirelessly and sharing information, awakening their fellow Canadians and people around the globe. Didolo was thrust into prominence by several popular QAnon figures who confirmed her status as Queen of Canada. For example, here is how she was described by the QAnon channel We the People News. She's been brave enough to step in and um, start this Republic in Canada, and I, I really admire her, actually, for doing this. And she is very to the point. Um, she's sending out all these cease and desist orders um, that people can use to stop these mask mandate type vaccine mandate um, crimes. And um, she's making it very clear that if you violate those crimes, you know, that you'll be executed. <laughs> she is making it very, very clear about what's going to happen if people violate those rules. And, thank, you know, God bless her. Canada needs somebody like that. And um, even if she's just there tempor temporarily, I don't know. But um, I really, really admire her for stepping up. And, and you know, you, you got to know she's being attacked, you know, and it's a hard job to, to take on, you know, how the cabal is just a, they they have their minions and they just attack, attack, attack. So God bless her and keep her safe. Yeah, that's really what's, what's really drawing a lot of QAnon followers to her. She is promising basically death to people who enforce COVID restrictions or vaccines or, um, you know, masks or yeah, maybe even just stuff. mask wearers. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, you go, you you know, you want to go into, you know, you want to go into a McDonald's, you want to order, you want to be safe. You want to be considerate uh, of the employees working there and the other patrons. You throw on a mask and then boom, you're fucking dragged into a black van, bag over your head, taken to a fucking some undisclosed uh, uh, Maple you syrup know, black factory. site. <laughs> yeah, where yeah, where you just get turned into glue. Yeah, no, this this rules. Uh, she absolutely rules, and I think it would be really spicy for Canada to start doing executions because, <laughs> like, right now they just don't have the best seat at like the table in anything, like NATO, the G seven, even the UN. You know, if you want if you want to be playing with the big boys, you gotta start executing people. But it sounds to me like there's also a, a little bit of this sort of like sovereign citizen nonsense kind of baked into this that, oh, well, no, there's a letter that you can produce, you know, that will uh, force the government uh, to stop uh, to, uh, to stop enforcing, uh, you know, these these sort of, uh, sa you know, health safety laws. You know what rocks is that you know that everyone who watches her and is in Canada and fantasizes about this stuff is just fantasizing about like their neighbor Pete getting executed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, fuck you, Pete. One that of fucking these days, guy, I'll he, get you. He's always out, fuck, uh, always out mowing his fucking lawn there, <laughs> but it's super annoying. Early in the morning, I'm trying to get some sleep. He asked me to wear a mask because his kids are unsafe. Oh, boo hoo hoo, Pete. My queen is going to execute you. <laughs>
Didolo even referenced QAnon tropes while discussing a news story about a genuine Canadian atrocity. Recently, the remains of 215 children, including some as young as three, were found in a mass grave on the grounds of a former residential school that were once part of a nationwide effort in Canada to separate Indigenous children from their families in an attempt to assimilate them. This is one of the most horrifying pieces of news that has yeah, come out recently. so fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah really really wretched literally they're literally setting up like stephen king novel shit like mm-hmm. everywhere across canada by committing insane weird really institutionalized genocide basically ethnic cleansing absolutely genocidal needs no exaggeration you know very true in 2015 a national center for truth and reconciliation report estimated that more than 150,000 children attended these schools and more than 6,000 died, never returning home. So the unmarked graves in this case were found at the Kamloops Indian Residential School, which closed in 1978. So here we have a case again of a genuine conspiracy, genuine government corruption, genuine uh, institutional child abuse. You could talk about it based upon the facts of the matter. Uh, it would be horrifying and something that's worthy of demanding justice for. Requires no exaggeration, but of course, Didolo takes this genuine story and exaggerates anyway, tying it to QAnon fictions about adrenochrome. Oh, come on. Like you, the rest of Canada have questions as to what happened, where, when, why, and how. These atrocities perpetuated in Canada for centuries. Like you, the rest of Canada is wondering were these children part of human sacrifice? Were their blood drained and drunk by certain secret societies? Were they part of adrenochrome harvesting? Were they part of organ harvesting? Wow. I wonder what her backstory is. Like, how did she get so pilled? Well, funny you should say that, because as first reported by the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, before Didolo got into the QAnon game, she was listed as the president or director of a variety of companies. They had names like Infinite Wealth 24-7 and Canada Engineering and Construction Management. So seems like she was in a legitimate Uh, sort of uh, entrepreneur, but she evidently was not very successful as many of the companies she opened were delisted due to a failure to pay taxes. The first company appears to be called Global Solutions Canada, also called 24 Hours Care Inc. Didolo Holdings, another company, followed in 2012. An archived webpage for the site describes it as a boutique private wealth management company in Delaware that caters to high net worth individuals. Now, Didolo's like very quick rise, I think it's really disturbing because it shows that kooks can still gain influence by appealing to QAnon followers and tapping into QAnon networks, even now in 2021, even though there, there has not been a Q drop since December of last year. The big worry before was always that, like, man, this, this big sort of pool of QAnon people are such easy marks that if you just mm-hmm. give them a little bit, you just give them the, the messaging that they want to hear, they will eat out of the palm of your hand. And that seems to be still be true. Didolo also does a lot of uh, sovereign citizen stuff. She, for example, claimed that the 
government of Canada is a corporate government, which will be disbanded soon. Uh, she referenced this belief in a video in which she issues a warning to people working for this corporate government. I would also like to remind you that the corporation government with whom you work for and take orders now will not be around to protect you and defend you. The corporation government will not exist inside the Republic of Canada. The banking system of the corporate government will not exist inside the Republic of Canada. The court system of the corporate government of Canada will not exist inside the Republic. So I encourage you to think very, very carefully and to immediately stop your actions in dealing with promotions, deliveries, etc., etc., of these vaccines. Didalo now has almost 40,000 Telegram followers, and uh, each of her messages receives dozens, sometimes hundreds, of supportive comments from her fans. Many of Didalo's followers seem to believe that she's holding military tribunals behind the scenes, which are resulting in the executions that they're thirsting for. Now, this kind of bloodlust um, is is already kind of like, you know, troubling and absurd in uh, the United States, but it's even more absurd in Canada, where capital punishment has been abolished since 1999. As far back as late February, early March of this year, right immediately I took my oath as the head of state and commander-in-chief. I declared Canada a vaccine-free nation which means all of the vaccines and injections happening across the Republic is unlawful, criminal, and is crime against humanity. And for those individuals and groups who may not know, know this, inside the Republic, the penalty for crimes against humanity, treason, economic sabotage, and bioterrorism is death. You will be tried for crimes against humanity under Nuremberg Code. And if that is not enough, as the head of state and commander-in-chief of the Republic of Canada, I will convene a military tribunal and charge you with crime against humanity, treason, bioterrorism, and economic sabotage, all of which carry, as I've already mentioned, death penalty. <laughs> She is amazing. She's like, I will kill you myself with my bare hands. She also like doesn't seem to have any other punishments but death, which is, is cool, you know? And it's just like... She's only there to execute. Right. She streamlined the justice system. One punishment, death. Some Didalo followers even baked her name. Uh, they observed that Romana Didalo is an anagram for I am your Donaldo with your spelled... You are, which is 
pretty weak bake, I gotta say. Come I on. am your Donaldo. It reminds me of that uh, Simpsons Donaldo. episode where uh, Lisa tried to come up with an anagram for Jeremy Irons, and the best she could come up with is Jeremy's Iron. But also, the the things they were that were searched ahead of that were place letters and Trump ahead. No, these these are yes. They also did Germantia on her name, and they found out that the uh, that apparently Romana Didlo has the same uh, Germantia value as Trump ahead. So, Germantia value. That's okay. What, that's what I want to learn. Like my self esteem should be rebuilt based on that system. I want more Germantia value for myself. Uh, Didlo has established her own special sign off phrase that she uses on a lot of her Telegram posts, and it says. Peace and prosperity, or perish. <laughs> Star Jesus Trek with executions Christ. at the end. Yes, exactly. It sounds like a Star Trek villain. Um, this sort of phrase, you know, a, a way to sort of the, be, the, the, be the ultimate antagonist of the Federation. Sometimes Didolo posts cryptic messages that promise big happenings, such as this recent message. Expect to see more unmarked military aircrafts landing in Canada. Other times, she openly appeals to her followers' bloodlust. For example, there is this Telegram post. Let's keep this simple. Death is the penalty for crimes against humanity. This comment led to 162 approving messages from her followers. Uh, some simply listed Canadian politicians that they would like to see put to death. Mm-hmm. Some posted gifts of swinging nooses. Oh. Uh, I saw one message from a follower that said this. As much as I hate to see people being put to death, it has become necessary because the jerks just won't stop what they are doing. I'm, wow, that's the most Canadian way to call for someone's so, summary execution. Another message said this. She is the only one that is saying anything hopeful or anything that makes sense. It felt completely hopeless before Ramana came along. Always oh, a bad sign. Boy. I was full of despair, but then you promised mass death and now I'm filled with hope. That's, uh, that's how it starts. One lone kook from Canada with a bit of a following might not be that notable. However, she has inspired her followers to take real-life action, which changes the equation a bit. They have filed hundreds of cease and desist notices demanding businesses, governments, and police forces stop all activities related to combating the pandemic. Uh, They have organized themselves into groups to email their demands out en masse, send them via registered mail, or simply make their way to stores or police stations in order to physically hand them out. One dramatic cease and desist letter says this. Dear sirs, I, Romana Didulo, head of state and commander-in-chief, head of government of Canada and queen of Canada, bring to your immediate attention and order you to cease and desist all the genocide and crimes against humanity under natural law, common law, treaty law, Article 6 and 7 of the International Criminal Court Statute, the Nuremberg Code, the Geneva Convention, the United Nations Convention, the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples in your jurisdiction. 1. All COVID-19 slash coronavirus-19 vaccinations and experimentation, genetic biowarfare, across Canada. 2. All PCR testing across Canada. 3. All masking, private and public spaces, all transportations across Canada. Four, all lockdowns across Canada. Five, all quarantines across Canada. Six, all closures of provincial and territorial across Canada. Seven, all closures of international borders. 
This will serve as your lawful notice to cease and desist all further actions described above, effective immediately. <laughs> Furthermore, I declare all of Canada open upon publication of this order, including all borders between United States and Canada. Unilaterally opening your border with the United States is a bold move for Canada. Special notes. A. Joseph Joe Biden is not president of U.S., and the U.S. Armed Forces has been in control since January 14th, 2021. B. An email from the Commander-in-Chief of U.S. Armed Forces has been sent to the Armed Forces of Canada last night, acknowledging and confirming my authority as Head of State and Commander-in-Chief, Head of Government of Canada, and Queen of Canada. Govern yourselves accordingly. Signed and sealed, Her Royal Highness Queen Lady Romana Didulo, Head of State and Commander-in-Chief of Head of Government of Canada, Queen of Canada. This is incredible. Yeah, it's good stuff. And, you know, I feel like it's like if you weren't already convinced that this is ludicrous, it has like special notes, some extra crazy shit. Joe Biden is actually president. Yeah. I am the witness of the law serving you a lawful document. Cease and desist order to stop immediately all unlawful COVID measures. We are now living in a sovereign republic of Canada and are no longer in Canada Inc. Corporation. Your business is operating in the sovereign republic of Canada. Our newly appointed head of state, Commander-in-Chief, Head of Government of Canada, Romana Didolo, by lawful order requires that we resume our lives back to normal and open our businesses to full capacity. All former COVID-19 measures and restrictions are unlawful, unscientific, and unjust, and are therefore invalid, null, and void. This means no more pandemic lies, no more masks, no more social distancing, no more temperature taking, no more lockdowns, no more quarantine or self-imposed isolation, no more genocidal COVID vaccines, no vaccine passport and ID chip. If you still enforce any of the former COVID measures on any living, breathing man, woman, staff and customers, you are violating the universal human rights and are complicit in crimes against humanity and will be prosecuted by we the people, military tribunal under natural law and common law, and by the head of state and commander chief of Canada, Romana Didulo. Didulo asked her followers to send these cease and desist letters to lots of businesses and government organizations. One follower of Didulo has posted a video of himself serving this cease and desist order to his local police department. Hi there. I just wonder if this detachment's been served the cease and desist order. A cease and desist? Yeah, anything related to the authority of COVID? I have not. Okay, could I, could, I leave, could I leave this for your chief? I have to talk to somebody. Could I leave that with your chief? That's a cease and desist order. Uh, we, have a new we, we have a new commander-in-chief. Okay. Uh, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, it's signed by we the people. Uh, so I, I'm going to report this back. Uh, so. Okay, sure. Okay. sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Do you have a mask or anything? Uh, no, this this is dealing with the mass cease and or okay. cease and desist order. Alrighty. Okay. I'll just be one second. Perfect. Yeah, sure, uh, sure, I can stand. That's fine. Okay. No worries. Compared to our sort of a rank and file conspiracist, you know, you can see them uh, in the U.S. at least sort of screaming their heads off at school boards and stuff. Well, this guy's like, hey, uh, uh, this note says that uh, you got to stop wearing the mask or else uh, my, my queen will execute you. Uh, sure, I'll wait. Now, when that officer summoned her superior, the man issuing the cease and desist order said that he was going to report back to Didolo. 
It's, it's recommended to give to your chief of police. I believe that's Chief uh, Gilbert. Yep. If you could do that, that'd be great. So yeah, I, I'm just going to... Sir, that way I know who to uh, if, you, if you need my name, uh, you can get it through Romana. She's the new commander-in-chief. Uh, I'll be reporting back. So if she's... Romana. Romana's the new chief commander... Of who? Of Canada. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Do you okay. Take a driver's license or uh, no, I don't. But if you if you need my information, you can get it through Ramona because I'm going to report back to her. So she, if she's so inclined to give it to you, she will. Can I get your first name? Uh, I'm not going to give you my name. Oh. I'm going to leave that with you. Okay. All right. So you have all right. Thank you. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Chief of all of Canada. Oh my. Oh my. Oh, oh my. Oh my. Canadian. Cursing. What is she the chief of? Canada. When, when she oh offered to leave, th- this, by the way, should be a guide for all cops. When a person does this and then says, "I'm going to leave now," let them be exactly like this guy. Be like, "Okay, see you, bye." <laughs> That's all. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to investigate this further. This has resolved itself. <laughs> yeah, you got a piece of paper uh, that will likely end up in the recycling bin. Um, hopefully it ends up on the police fridge and everyone reads it you know but you can only hope whatever whatever fucking hail romana i don't care i'm fucking joining her actually boys (laughs) didolo is my new commander i agree with him (laughs) oh my Oh my! <laughs> that moment! Oh my God! It's such a genuine reaction. Where it's like, oh dear, oh dear, this is <laughs> you, you like, you, oh buddy, you are on some, you are on some next level shit, bud. Okay, uh, all right, no problem. You don't want to leave your name? N- not a problem at all. Go ahead, uh, you know, go back to uh, your queen, and yeah. we'll be in touch. This is what they call de-escalation. Hmm. Another Didolo follower was filmed serving a cease and desist order to a store after she was denied service for not wearing a mask. So you're not going to let me purchase this without um, a mask on? I will Okay, really? They told you gals politely. Okay. So they told you politely. It is so, the policy. <laughs> so, um, you've been served? You've got seven days. You've been served. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Okay, you're not gonna give me. You're not gonna give me my my Wheaties. Well, you've been served. You've been fucking served then. In that fucking case. <laughs> One especially excitable group of conspiracy theorists in Alberta went to over thirty businesses to hand out the notices. On June 10th, they went to an elementary school while children were present. No, and handed out the flyers and uh, uh, anti-vax notices. They eventually were kicked out. Police confirmed to Vice World News that two of those people received trespassing tickets for their actions. Uh, the group complained about his mistreatment by police inside its telegram chat and mulled over bombarding the school's principal with letters. Didolo makes a lot of Q-like posts on Telegram, like this one. Dear Global Patriots, there are ongoing military operations in your individual countries. Watch carefully what I am doing in Canada now and take note. The cease and desist order was issued to every national government in every country worldwide. I will soon make a public appearance with Canada's armed forces and allied forces. It will have a domino effect worldwide. Hold the line. So, I mean, it seems as though the Q success has sort of created a template that just anyone with some level of following, devotional conspiratorial following, can just emulate and then get lots of people excited. 
Dilo also has advice for workers whose employers require them to wear masks or get vaccinated. Boss, in case you didn't know, your business is now operating inside the Republic of Canada. Corporate mandates being issued by the corporate government of Canada from Ottawa or the provinces or cities have no power over the men, women, and children of the Republic. Masking, vaccinating, quarantining, testing, and social distancing has been declared unlawful. And if you don't change your social policies immediately, the Republic government has the power to order the U.S. and Allied Special Forces to arrest you for crimes against humanity and confiscate and seize your company and assets. <laughs> it says, wow. hey boss, how's it going? Uh, you know, I got a, got a note for you here. It says that uh, if you make me wear a mask, uh, I'm going to seize your assets. Okay, just take this. Thank you so much. I, I mean, I know last week I didn't like recognize your union, but now that you're telling me there's a new queen. <laughs> More recently, Dilo leveraged her following in an attempt to raise cash. She set up a GoFundMe with an ambitious $25 million goal. <laughs> what? Yep. The, the description for that page is very simple. It, it just said this. Hi, I am Queen Romana of Canada. I am fundraising to build homes for families in British Columbia, Canada, who lost their homes to wildfire. The campaign only listed Didalo and does not indicate where exactly the money would be going. At one point, the campaign raised over $54,000. This shows you the level what? of influence she still has. Yeah, fifty-four grand. Uh, several of the donations had comments about Didalo or featured uh, the where we go one, we go all. Following Mac Lamoureux's report about the campaign, GoFundMe actually shut the campaign down. So she, she did not receive any of that cash. That's unfortunate. He's responsible for the lack of executions. <laughs> As of this recording, Didalo is still very much active on Telegram. Uh, just this past week, she posted this message. How many of you are aware of the Canadian dumps slash tunnels being cleaned up by U.S. military special forces and allied special forces? If you are aware, then you know Queen Romana has been removing the Chinese Communist Party military personnel from Canada. I'm sure any uh, honest Canadian will observe that there are no Chinese soldiers roving Canada right now, and they have Queen Romana to thank. This is the never-ending Cold War. We're never going to get out of this paranoia. It's been drilled into us in so many ways. Like a lot of modern-day QAnon followers, she is also getting into the UFO game. Take, for example, this recent post in which she asks the Federation of Light to stop wildfires. Dear Space Force Special Forces and Intergalactic Federation of Light Special Forces, please extinguish all wildfires in Canada, especially in British Columbia, Ontario, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, Canada. Include west coast of U.S. and the whole world wherever there are wildfires raging. Please also create rain for our soil, plants, animals, crops, and lakes. Finally, please shoot down the direct energy weapon technology that is responsible for all these wildfires in Canada, U.S., and the whole world. Thank you very kindly for your immediate assistance. It seems like what's going on here is that climate change is burning our planet while fake royalty prays to imaginary aliens to stop fires they think are caused by space lasers. We are now joined by Mac Lamoureux, reporter for Vice World News and author of the report, QAnons are harassing people at the whim of a woman they say is Canada's queen. Mac, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. 
So we, we talked a lot. Uh, we gave some background about uh, Romana Didolo and what she's been up to recently. Uh, so it's my understanding that she was a fringe figure uh, until very recently. So how did that change? How exactly did she suddenly gain some influence? Yeah, so she was pretty obscure within kind of the Canadian conspiracy movement. And then it was about in January when she started saying that she was like this leader of the this the White Hats who were overtaking the Canadian government and the Queen of Canada. And before this, she was just kind of saying she was a leader of this fringe party. And so she's just kind of languished in obscurity until about the spring. Um, not really very many followers at all. Uh, but then like some Q influencers like Charlie Ward. Uh, quote unquote, kind of conformed her and her profile like really exploded. People started flocking to her. She started getting followers in um, not just the hundreds, but the thousands. Uh, and she leaned into it hard. Um, very, very motivated followers. Uh, been able to organize them to an extent I haven't really seen within this ecosystem, to be completely honest. Like a lot of them are actually going out and doing in real life activities. Um, and yeah, there's several reasons why I think she's been able to get these followers after she got confirmed. Like a lot of it is she really, she's promising a lot of violence, but that seems to be kind of like one of the things that is like really driving it up. She'll post something like the only solution to breaking the law is like lead in the head and her followers will respond with really bizarre shit, like clapping emojis or like even being like girl boss, like yes queen to her. <laughs> um, one of her recent posts was how she executed like quote unquote 2.7 million people. And like her followers are like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Um, and like, yeah, it's really bizarre if your brain hasn't been like completely broken by all this. Uh, but you know, luckily all of ours has, so (laughs) Slay Queen. Yeah. I can't believe, of course, Charlie Ward was like the one who like, you know, rallied behind her. He's such, he's such a, uh, uh, the, the muck, the, the, the bottom of the barrel of the, of the QAnon sort of ideologies. He seems to sort of gather him and, and Simon, uh, what's the Simon Parks, that whole crew. Yeah, his brain is like an old crumpled tin can with just like the juice of the sidewalk kind of remnants of it and pooling in the different parts. But like, think of this as like a total kingmaker scenario. Like, she was nothing until they kind of pulled her out of obscurity. And now she's one of the bigger figures in Canada. Like, albeit we're a lot smaller than you guys, but there's a lot of overlap. And it was pretty insane how quickly she was able to rise to prominence after just like a few videos and like a few posts on Telegram. Have you figured out why she she likes this kind of, I don't know, very martial position? She almost sounds, you know, a little bit like dictatorial. There's plenty of leaders in the world that could sound a bit like this. I mean, what's her background? How, how did she end up becoming basically uh, uh, the first uh, uh, person of color queen of Canada? Uh, it's it's a little hard to know her background, actually. I spent like when I was reporting on this, I spent quite a long time and like held on to this story for a bit, trying to figure out people who knew her before this. Um, no one would speak to me. No one got back to me. Um, from her online footprint, we can kind of see that she's like started up and closed several companies. One was called like Global Solutions Canada, which apparently helped people with staffing shortages. And she had a few like little fundraisers. But as far as I can tell, none of these businesses ever did anything. And they were just kind of businesses in name only. Um, and I know she kind of lives in a boarding house in Western Canada right now. Um, she's got a biography on her website that said she was born in the Philippines uh, and her parents died at a really young age and she came to Canada at 15. But then she's kind of stopped filling out the biography and it just kind of ends with like that lorem ipsum kind of Latin right. speak. Uh <laughs> 
And, but like, but she's potentially, I guess, uh, the descendant of of a first generation, or maybe herself a first generation immigrant yeah. escaping, you know, a place like the Philippines that has had. I guess, like, so much of the empire that she now wants to be the queens of, like, interference, uh, you know, I, there's, there's, there feels like there's a connection there. I don't know if that's true or if I'm reading too much into the history. Well, I mean, like, the Philippines have a long history of strongman leaders who, what they're doing to, like, the people who, um, I believe it's, like, the drug academic over there, like, they're just murdering a ton of people that are mm-hmm. addicted to drugs, um, so... I guess maybe there's something there. I wasn't able to find any evidence of it. There's definitely a possibility there. Um, I have a really hard time, and I'm sure you guys do with all the stuff that you talk about, figuring out if she's sincere or if this is just a delusion. Um, Right. And you never ever, when you're in our positions, kind of looking from afar, you never want to like diagnose somebody from like Mm -hmm. my couch in Toronto um, to her wherever she is. And, but if she does believe this and she was posting a few, some of this stuff before she was kind of plucked out of obscurity, um, that's a person who's not well. Um, so I don't really know. It's so hard to tell. Now, like you mentioned, Didalo's followers, they're doing uh, kind of low level effort posts in the form of delivering these cease and desist orders to different institutions and businesses mm-hmm. and police stations. So uh, how have they reacted to these bizarre notes? Well, the businesses, for the most part, are just kind of tossing them out or even just, like, putting them online and making fun of them. Um, so the way that these kind of work is that they have several Telegram pages for, like, regions. And in there, they kind of figure out where they're going to be sending these cease and desist notes. And I'm in, like, quite a few of these when I was doing the reporting. And I'm still in them. Uh but it kind of gets a little sad where, like, they'll post videos of them dropping off cease and desist letters to, like, a Dairy Queen and the people there are making fun of them. But, like, if you kind of think into the cease and desist stuff, it's, like, pretty dark because essentially they're creating, like, a database of the people that aren't – that are breaking Romana's law. And Romana has a hard line of anybody who breaks her law gets executed. So what they're essentially doing is creating, like, this backlog or, like, this – kind of list of people that when they believe the military is going to come in is they're going to be up against the wall. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, the businesses are tossing out the notices, but I don't know if they notice kind of how truly dark the whole situation is. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of like uh, sovereign citizen stuff going on, which I always thought was a uniquely U.S. problem where these people, they they develop this this completely alternate legal framework and they develop these uh, these sorts of uh, notes and sort of legal notices that they think work like magic spells or something. Oh, man, it's I do a lot of covering of the anti-lockdown community and like the soft sit stuff is coming back like you wouldn't believe. And these people well, I know you guys traffic in annoying humans, but like sovereign citizens are their own level of like annoyance. Um, and just like <laughs> the amount of legalese gibberish that they spout off. And there's such a huge overlap here, as you just said, Travis. Like, I don't know where it's going to go from it, but it's back. Sovereign citizens back in a big way. And it, there's going to be quite a bit more of it as we lead out of this lockdown. I wonder, though, because a lot of them speak like militia people, but then when it comes down to it, it sounds more like a consumer revolt level thing where it's like, there wasn't this sauce at this restaurant. Like, we're going to file a bunch of stuff and we're going to show up and and just cause some commotion. But there's certainly nothing at the level where you would consider organization on a militia level, you know, like the sovereign citizens of yore. 
Oh, no, not at all. These are people that are going to the Gap and handing in pieces of paper. They're yeah. not, like, organizing <laughs> in the streets or they're not, like, mm. pr- even just, like, practicing shitty target shooting in, like, someone's backyard, like, some of, like, the really, like, back alley militias that you guys have are doing. Now, it's my understanding that uh, not everyone in the Canadian far right has been happy with Didelo's actions. For example, there was a news report from the uh, right wing outlet Rebel News that was sort of mocking her. So so how has she been received by, I suppose, the rest of the sort of the right wing media ecosphere up there? Uh, They're not super stoked on her, to be completely honest. And I think it kind of has to do with the fact that, like, they share such a significant overlap of like the fan base. And like, she is extremely, I don't want to use any sort of mocking term, but like extremely out there compared to like a lot of like, even their conspiracies. Uh, Like the rebel, for example, said that they received a ton of emails, like talking about our queen and that their followers were wanting them to do a story on our queen. So I think they finally had to debunk it because they realized like what, big overlap there was between their two audience and also like there's probably like a little bit of like grifter jealousy there because Romana is so good and adept at organizing her people like recently she was able to fundraise $50,000 on GoFundMe uh, before GoFundMe finally pulled the carpet out from under her Um, but even it's not just like the far right in Canada like just recently Ghost Ezra like kind of tried to dunk on her so it could be just because she's so out there that they're trying to kind of pull their followers back in um, and keep like a little bit of legitimacy to kind of their Justin Trudeau is going to put you into a concentration camp kind of conspiracies that they're pushing. Yeah, it's always sad and a little funny when Nazis try to herd their coalition. No, 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 you're too far off the reservations. Focus on the Jews, not not what you're doing. Come back, come back home. Yeah, don't go too crazy. Like it's not she's not the queen. It's but Justin is the Antichrist. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like when somebody says something definitive, like I am the queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be fairly easily disproven. And so I think that you know your broader sort of conspiracy grifters or ideologues, like they're like, well, we don't want people uh, hanging their hat on something that that is fairly easily disproven we want to keep them in the place where it's like well we know it but like it's the the information is coming out you know it's it's on the horizon it's it's coming soon mm-hmm. uh it's happening in secret you know i think i think that uh you know we've seen this in the past that when um you know people in this sort of space kind of make very bold per you know very bold predictions that have a specific date or a specific time or something that will come and go and can discredit the movement as a whole uh, the sort of the the better grifters, I think, the more you, you know, the 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 sharper ones or the shrewder ones tend to kind of back away from that because they know that there's a that there's like an end an end game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Keep it vague. Uh, kind of speak out of the side of your mouth. Don't really make anything hardline. Whereas like Romana's just full throated. I'm the queen. I'm gonna kill people. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the reason she is so popular is that, you know, uh, you know, believers of of these conspiracies are sick of like the vague promises, the stuff happening in secret. They would much rather go with somebody who says, yes, I'm executing 50,000 people a day. You, you know, I mean, I wonder if there's it's something the same, to her popularity it, and that she's she's actually saying it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in the marketplace of ideas, it's the exact same demand that formed QAnon. Like th- this is just. All the circumstances, like we've said, 
are still there for exactly the thirst for QAnon that that we have we saw during that movement's kind of heyday or like golden era, I guess. And so, of course, we're going to see these mushrooming, uh, seemingly organic moments where the market responds and gives these people what they want, which is executions fucking now, this week, not tomorrow, not 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 in a fucking year. They want it now. Yeah, they're out for blood. Like as I as I said. That's the biggest thing. That's the driving force. She'll post like a whole bunch of stuff that won't get any engagement. And then she'll be like, I'm going to go fucking kill the people at the Gap today. And like, that's going to get like thousands of comments and shit. And like when she said, like, I killed, we executed 2.7 million Australians, I believe it was. And she called, she calls them pisoitos. That's where people are like into it. That's when they're, they love it. Why does she call them that? Uh, I think it's like a, like a mosquito thing, and then she's oh. like putting piss at the beginning of it. Oh, because it starts oh. with like, oh. yeah, so it's a dehumanizing. <laughs> label. Mosquito. I, I said it incorrectly. Fuck. It's a piss uh, mosquito. Then, yeah. Right. Hey, yeah, come on, mosquito. man. This is perfect. This is a Trailer Park Boys bit. It's like, oh, oh Leahy, <laughs> fuck off, you fucking piss mosquito. <laughs> well, I hate to say I fucking told her so, but I told her so. She fucking gonna kill him. I told her so, Julian. I fucking I told her um, so. Yeah, and and the other thing that I I mean, just in watching the handful of of video clips that that uh, Travis has curated for us, um, you know, she's really kind of like leaning into the sort of fascist dictator like uh, uh, look. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got that super tight haircut. She's got the the suit, the red tie, the 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 like wind the the Canada first like windbreaker, like you know, from some desolate basement. Like it's just very. The visual is it to me is is in some ways equally as disturbing as the you know what she's saying herself. Which yeah, she's absolutely nailed the aesthetic, and whether that's on purpose or whether it like she is in a boarding home in Western Canada and can't afford anything else, she's nailed the I'm in a bunker, uh, fifteen stories underground, and I'm coming yeah. to you. Yeah. Do you think that, like, yeah. do you think if Canada had an actual socialist government that the CIA would just actually s- support her and maybe maybe help her rise up a little bit more? <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt at all. Yeah, they would, they would just She's Guaido. money into Romana. She could be Guaido yeah. for Canada if Canada misbehaved a little bit more on the global yeah. stage. They're mo- they're moving, they'd move her out of the yeah. Uh, boarding house. Yeah, if Trudeau wasn't just this kind of weird kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. lackluster leader. Yeah, that would be very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm writing a book on it for sure. Yeah, fan fiction. Yeah, that's uh, fascinating, disturbing stuff. Uh, I have one more question Mm -hmm. before I let you go about some of some other reporting that you've been doing about the anti-vax movement in Canada. So, um, uh, in Canada, the the vaccination rate is actually pretty pretty strong. There are up to seventy percent of Canadians have uh, received at least one dose. That's that's better than us in the U.S., where fifty nine percent of Americans have received one dose. Uh, but there's still a strong anti-vaccination movement uh, to, to the point that some anti-vax activists have created a website called Freedom Pages, which you described as a Craigslist to get away from the vaccinated. Could you tell us what the hell is going on with that? Oh, man, the anti-vaxxers are like the busiest bees right now, because like as we start getting closer to the lockdowns being lifted, at least in Canada, we're slowly getting lockdowns lifted. I think down in the States, you guys lifted them a bit quicker. Uh, they're just they're losing their minds because vaccinations are happening. Uh, at a way higher extent, they're starting to vaccinate 
kids and everything. And so I'm sure you guys have come across like the conspiracy about the spike proteins coming off and, you know, um, Im- they believe that it impacts women's reproductive start- like uh, cycles or it makes guys sterile. So uh, they've been trying to figure out a way to stay away from the vaccinated. Um, so there's one guy who is super big into organizing within the anti-vax community in Canada. Uh, like previously, I had reported on the fact that he had this big campaign to try and bring in more ethnic minorities because he felt the, the, you know, the community was just far too white. Uh, he like got a bunch of as good as he could kind of cobble together web developers from the community, got them together and made them create this super janky page called, like, as you said, Freedom Pages. That is, it is just Craigslist for the unvaccinated. So it's like this janky website you can go and you can hire a plumber who will only do work for the unvaccinated. <laughs> or like you can find cof- like coffee shops where they'll only let like the unvaccinated in. Like obviously like 90% of it is just like, your weird aunt offering to sell you crystals, but it's oh like, they God. are like mechanics and stuff like that that you could go to. And they're Mac, like, I have yeah, to ask Craigslist. Are they get, trying to get laid with other non-vaccinated people? Oh man, you know, they are. And it's all like, <laughs> like one of them, like I went through the dating section. It's not very busy, but it's all just like, I'm a red pill boy looking for my Trinity or like shit like that. You know? Yeah, I'm it's so fucking, good. Uh, I am literally like, Neo. I need some that yeah. Trinity t- style <laughs> we pussy. A, we should do an episode on that. This, this is what this I just learned for being a lead who hacker. Just, like, really wants to teach this weird, obscure Russian martial art, and he only teach it to the unvaccinated. <laughs> and he's like, come to this park and learn like this Russian. Mar- like, I, can, uh, I wish I could remember the yeah. name of it, but like, learn this martial arts with me. Uh, there Incredible. was a one straight up Nazi looking to date on the website, but you know. Anytime right. you get one of these up, that's where they're going to go. Looking to um, date uh, unvaccinated Aryan princess. Yeah. I don't know where. I, I actually have a feeling like these pages for kind of anti-vaxxers and for kind of like, as I said, like the crossover between like the anti-lockdown movement and sovereign citizens. We're going to start seeing more of these kind of pop up that are going to be ex- really tailor-made for this community uh because they're getting kicked off social media unlike ever before uh and you saw how like gab and parlor and all that stuff kind of started up like there was a business opportunity for people to cater to racists and now there's going to be a business opportunity to people to cater to like people who are super into like homeopathy and super into like anti-vaccination shit so mm-hmm. you know freedom pages is just the very very first i the geo cities if you will of What's probably yeah, it's gonna be a tale of two uh, a tale of two cities, uh, but instead of you know in one in one state, it'll be like all over the world where you will have the the groups of the unvaccinated who are seeking to only date uh, a pat- uh, you know be patrons of uh, you know uh, get their uh, health appointments uh, at you know unvaccinated places, and then you know people like us who are you know, uh, you know, mainstream normies uh, going about our vaccinated lives. And it's not going to be good. You're talking about Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities? What What the hell are you talking about? It was the best of times. It was the vaxxed of times. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was like, it was the on? best. Travis, yeah, It was here. the best of times, like, for the vaccinated people, and it was the worst of times for the unvaccinated people who only hung out with unvaccinated people who ended up getting each other sick and I, potentially killing one another. I mean... Travis, is he levitating? 
<laughs> he is actually on the ceiling right now. I, I I have to hold up the microphone so you can even hear him. Oh man, uh, Mac! Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for all uh, the great your reporting you're doing on uh, the conspiratorial movements in Canada. Is there anything you'd like to plug before we let you go? Oh no, just kind of freedompages.ca. <laughs> no, 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 man! You got to at least give us your Twitter handle. Okay, so. yeah. Well, my last name has a ton of vowels, so just kind of search Mac Vice on Twitter and I'll probably come up because you don't need to go through that. <laughs> I don't need to spell it out here. Thanks for all your work. I've, I've loved to read uh, all your stuff over the years. I'm really glad we finally got you on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Mac. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. And thanks for, like, you guys have spoken to me and, like, helped me out in my reporting, so thank you for, like, helping me out over the years, too. Anytime. We're in on the same PSYOP, so... <laughs> Operation Mockingbird. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for $5 a month to get a whole second episode every week, plus access to our entire archive of premium episodes. When you subscribe, you help us stay advertising free and editorially independent. Listener, Listener until next, next week. week, may the deep dish bless you, bless you and keep you. It's not a conspiracy, it's fact. And now, today's auto cue. I, Justin P.J. Trudeau, do swear that I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, Queen of Canada, her heirs and successors. So help me God. So help me God. I shall keep secret all matters committed and revealed to me in this capacity, or that shall be secretly treated of in council. Generally, in all things, I shall do as a faithful and true servant ought to do for Her Majesty, so help me God. So help me God. So help me God. His own now.